Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50 with Dallas and Michael. Dallas, a, a, a good boxing metaphor, <laughs> this one today. Getting punched 50% of the time is better than getting punched 100% of the time. Stands to reason. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. It, it's eminently Is there a third option? No. no Is it zero, zero percent of the time? So, the the analogy, I'll first explain what this is about. So, we, we've recorded many, many, many podcasts talking about the fact that for the vast majority of people in Australia uh, and, and the people we're talking to, you have to be, you have to have the bulk of your retirement savings invested in the, the biggest and best companies in Australia around the world. Mm-hmm. It just has to happen. That is, it's a mathematical certainty. You will not get where you need to be by being invested in cash and, and fixed interest. Um, however, that comes with- All property. All property. We learned before the yeah, Sydney yeah. median house price. Yeah, if, even if I bought it in yep. 1991 at $182,000, yep. tells me that the median house price is now $1.41 million. Yep. But it's only paying me twenty eight thousand six hundred a year in so rent. I need, I need three of those houses um, if I'm going to. So live. that just won't cut it. Yeah. That that yeah. that that level of rent will yeah. not cut it. Yeah. Um, for my expenses in retirement. So. Yeah. So and where I got thinking about this was, as I say, the analogy here. A um, a good friend that I used to I used to train with. He was a a gun a gun young um, kickboxer, and so he's uh, we used to train together a lot. And his father was a um, was his coach and, and shared a few pearls of wisdom with me as as I was his human punching bag, which was good of him. We, this guy had the nickname the Cannon. Now, when you've got a nickname, <laughs> when you're going up in sparring practice, I, I'd say you're fodder. You're Cannon it fodder. Cannon and Cannon. He, he fodder. was he was that good. This young man. He's a, he's a cracking young man too. Um, his his nickname was the Cannon. Am I right? Like, <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I think that might have been your nickname. For <laughs> yeah, I thought it was. I nah. thought it was officially his nickname. Nah. No, I thought it was. I think it should have been. Though, I thought it was the Cannon. I think you just. Yeah, made, I, I think you I, just like to make the joke. Where did I get this from? Cannon fodder. I thought I actually looked no, up. His last name is Cannon. Oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, there you I think go. that's where the. I think hey, that's where your joke came from. He's, 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 his last name was Cannon. <laughs> it wasn't even his nickname. There you go. My points proven. Proven. So what happened? When we started sparring together, the analogy that I draw here is that in any sparring session or when you're, particularly when you're training with people who are far better than you, which is mm. what this what this kid was, he was, yep. he was far better than me at kickboxing. Yep. And so, your instinct is to just cover up and, mm. and try and stay away from the pain as much as possible. Mm. And intellectually, you, you know that that is, not, that is not the way to handle it. But emotionally, it feels like that is the best way to, to respond to this. And... This is what uh, this, this young, young guy's father said to me at the time before we sparred one day. He said, now, just remember, you're about to spar, you know, three or five hard rounds, whatever it is. If you don't throw anything, he is going to hit you 100% of the time. He is mm. just going to beat you from pillar to post because you are throwing nothing back here. Mm. If you throw, you know, a, a fair bit back at him and you try and keep him sort of off balance a bit, He's probably still going to hit you fifty percent of the time. That's, mm. You're still going to get hit a lot, and it's going to hurt quite a bit. But it's sort of the analogy that 
this just jumped in my brain the other day when I was thinking about this, where it, it is exactly the same as thinking about how we invest for our retirement, is that mm. no one wants to, and, and we just touched on this with, with a, a great podcaster of yours about, about that lived experience of going through the GFC, mm. and no one's having a good time. Like, you're not... You're never sparring with someone going, well, he's only hitting me 50% of the time. Oh, that, that doesn't hurt now. It still hurts the 50% of the time that he's hitting you. Mm. But you know that I, I have to get, I have to be, I still have to be throwing punches. I have to be dishing something back out. Otherwise, I'm going to get hit 100% of the time. And so, mm. if you are invested for your retirement in the way that most people need to be, which is a, a vast proportion of their money in the best companies in Australia and around the world, as we always say, you are going to live through some pain. That is just going to happen. There is no way around it. There's no, there's no. I'll just shell up here in the corner, and and the analogy that would be, I'll just tuck away here. I'll I'll, I'll build up heaps of money. And I'll just put it in cash. I'll just I'll just I'll put some money in cash, and maybe that'll get me through. You are not going to get through for most people. You you do not have enough money to be able to be invested in that way and get through get through the the lot. It's exactly the same concept. You. you you need to be exposed to that pain. You need to experience that pain. And as we just touched on, it, it is painful. You, you can't, there's no way around that. There's no, there's no way to avoid getting hit at all. There's no way to experience that pain of watching your, your super balance drop by 30, 40% at various times. But just know that we, we know that pain is coming. We know that that's going to happen. There is, there is no way to live the retirement that you want to live without just going through that pain. And, and that's like we say, a part of our job is, is to intellectually explain this to people and, and to talk through this. But then also, as you're experiencing that, as you're working through that, realizing that it's, it's not, there's no way around it. We're not going to try and uh, get out and get back in at different times. We're not going to try and minimize the pain. We're just going to to have to push through this and push through the pain and get out the other side. Yeah, look, I, I like the analogy. And, and in the past, um, Typically, when I was an advisor through the global financial crisis, uh, what I found was a common theme with people that were looking to panic or were panicked and, and you were meeting with was that um, they'd, they'd completely forgotten why we owned these great yeah. companies of Australia yeah. and the world. So, yeah. they, 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 you know, it was like, well, what are we, what are we doing this for anyway? And, and, yeah. and, and so, what really helped was, you know, saying, okay, well, we'll, we we own them because we need yep. to X percent. It's one of the it's yep. one of the variables that we need. Yep. One of the resources that you have yep. is um what type of return we get on the money that you're invested in. We know how much you can put in there, we know how much yep. time you got between now and retirement. Um, yeah, we know all those types of things. Yep. Um one of the resources that, that you have is what type of return that we can get. We know we can't guarantee returns, but yep. looking back through yep. historical perspective, we know that if we're invested in these great companies and diversified, yeah, you know, we can expect probably an eight percent rate of return per annum yep. or north of that. So, so um, has there any, has there been anything changed with what we has there anything changed from the date that you want to retire? No, we still want to retire at the same the yep. same date. Um, has anything changed from the amount of money that you want to draw when yeah. you're in retirement? Um, no, nothing's changed there. Okay, so 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 if we changed your investment strategy, yeah, um, all of that would change. You'd have to work longer, yeah, and you'd less. have to draw less. Yeah. Um, so when you frame it that way, yeah, I find it helps. It helps. Yeah. It significantly helps people to 
to um to just experience I guess that. to look up and and, yeah. and say okay yeah now I can understand that yeah. now I'm still feeling and, and as we say still feeling bad yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still, still not still feeling hurts. not yeah. feeling good yeah. um at this point because I don't know when this pain's going to end yeah but I know yeah. I know it's the wrong thing to do from what I'm looking to achieve yeah uh, um and I think that's a big problem with people that haven't don't have a plan in place I think yes. it's a huge yeah, problem yeah, yeah. so when we get a thirty-seven percent drop like we had yep. just last year, yep. and during the global financial uh, financial crisis where things fell fifty-seven percent, I think it's a huge problem for people that don't have a plan in place. Yep. And um, yeah, because and, and because there's no what, reason what are we to doing this for? The pain. Why, why yeah. are we experiencing this pain? Yep. When I can make it go away? Yeah. Um, by yep. simply selling out and yep. moving to cash. Um, not realizing that they're selling out at, at yeah. cents in the dollar. Yeah. From from and by the time they move it back in, they'll be paying a dollar. Yeah. Uh, for something they sold for forty three cents. So so um, I, I like your analogy yeah. because because the the um, if you're in cash in fixed interest yeah. at point three five percent, or yeah. even if you're getting the I don't even know what the 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 yeah. yield on the no. the the, no, the, yeah. the federal treasury <laughs> note is, it's, but it's not good. <laughs> let's say it's two percent. It's not. It's not even that much. Yeah. Let's say it's two percent. Yeah. Um, you need uh, quite a bit of money. Yes. So you need. <laughs> you need yeah. You, you need four terms, million dollars. A lot of you dollars. You need four million dollars to yeah. to fund eighty thousand dollars worth of, to, to to gain yeah. eighty thousand dollars worth of interest at two yeah. percent. Um, so, so for a lot of people, they can say, "Okay, well, that's just out of the question. I'd have to work till I was eighty-five to yeah. get that." Um, yeah. Um, you know, so, so, so the option of doing that is just not there. They're going to get yeah. hit one hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As in, they're going to be run out of money yeah. far too far too, too early. Too, too early. Yeah. Um, what's the alternative to get hit fifty percent of the yeah. time? <laughs> which is a pretty good alternative when yes. that's your only two choices. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's to understand the yeah. great companies of Australia and the world, to yeah. be diversified, to hold them. Yeah. And 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 in holding them, you give yourself the best chance of, of getting you where you need to be. That rate of return, which which we can't say yeah. um is the same for you, but for the for the majority of our clients, it's somewhere around about that eight percent. Yeah. rate of return per and annum that they need to, to average to, it, to meet their goals and objectives. And it's interesting. I guess the the other thing I would say is a couple of, couple of thoughts I have around this as well is that I think sometimes and and um, sometimes there, there's a risk there when we're talking about percentage rates of return and, and mm. when, 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 when downturns actually happen, what I've found is we don't actually tend to talk about that a percentage rate of return because what what then happens is that it feels like well now I've fallen this far befi- behind yeah. and, and and so what actually what I think is is what we really are often talking about with people is you know going back to the the concept of what are the assets that I need to own in retirement I, I need to have accumulated a lot of uh, shares in these biggest and best companies so that they can spit out the income that I need now. Mm. Separate to that, to, you know, to get to that dollar figure of those companies, I, I need to get a certain rate. Of, I just need to get a certain percentage rate of return. But, but the underlying thing there is, is that those are the assets that I need to own. I need to own the assets that are going to spit out the rising income stream that I need. So, as you say, there, when when the market when prices drop, it's not necessarily that okay. Well, 
I'm making a choice to get out and, and you're basically going, I've accumulated all these shares in these companies. I know that I need X amount of, you know, basically uh, income stream each year from from my dividends, from my profits from those companies. Now, if I'm selling that asset and going and buying another asset, which is what you're doing when you move into cash, that's the choice I'm making. It's It's not just that I'm giving up on my chance of getting that percentage return. It's that... I'm actually making a different choice as to the asset class that I'm proposing to own throughout my retirement. And that's mm. that's the key is that, like you say, it, it's not just the fact that you're going to cause yourself some damage here. It's, you, you have to get back into that asset class. That, we know that that's the asset class that you need to own throughout yeah. your retirement. So if, if, you, if you're experiencing that pain and you, and you give into that pain and sell that asset class, you don't get to just stay out of it. Like it doesn't. It just means that you you have to buy back in later at a higher yeah, price. Yeah, it's interesting you should say that because that would come up in the conversation. Yeah, because 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 yeah. quite clearly it was it, it was realised that no that you know to move now into cash and fixed interest for the long term yeah. wasn't going to be enough of a return to meet the yeah. goals which were still relevant to the person. And then the, the follow up question to that would inevitably be shouldn't we just get out now yeah. until things settle down and get back in and get back in and, yeah. and 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 we'd say okay well no that would involve getting two decisions right yeah when to get out and when to get back in now we've missed when to get out yeah. that was months ago yeah <laughs> we, if we were going to pass as we always say if you're and no pass, one could see it going no. and and when to get back in yeah uh, which is right at the bottom. No one's ringing a bell yep. and telling us that that's the bottom. We yep. don't know that it's no. the bottom no. uh, until sometimes years later. Yep. So, so um, yeah, there's a fair chance we've, we've missed the first decision yep. and there's a fair chance uh, that we get the second decision wrong. Yeah. Uh, yep. So there's a fair chance that we get two decisions wrong here. Yeah. So um, alternatively, we could just sit there just sit and there. do nothing. Yeah. And and it's interesting because I often use this analogy because it's it's such a concrete one. When you, the lived experience of um, you know I, I joke about this with a mate the other day who was who was training for a fight and was saying about from the outside looking in, it's a very bizarre pursuit to, to train for a fight and have a fight. And and I, like there would be days where I'd be driving to go and spar with this young kid, and and I'd feel physically ill in the car mm. driving there. I'm going, why am why am I doing this to myself? What mm. am I I could just go home. This is, there's no one. There's no one holding a gun to my head, making me go and get the crap beat out of me by this kid. Yeah. So, but it's again one where the same thing applied at that time where I was going. Well, I've I, I have a fight coming. I need to just I need for the to listeners. Get sorry. Just to, yeah. how old was he? Was seventeen even, at the time. Seventeen. So so when <laughs> Dallas talks about a kid yeah, beating him up, yeah, he yeah, actually yeah. was a kid. Yeah. He was a seventeen-year-old. Um, which which and, probably made and, him worse. And for the for the listeners, Dallas actually there was a time he dedicated a lot of time. Yeah. To training um, for mixed martial arts, yeah. and uh, he actually had three three bouts, four fights, four fights, yeah. four bouts, yeah. um, and put a lot of effort into. Yeah. And um, yeah, so he's like, it was like this say, seventeen year old yeah. kid yeah. who used to pole axe me every every week. You'd be cannon <laughs> cannon fodder. Cannon fodder. Uh, was actually a kid. Yeah, yeah. He was, yeah. A, he was, a, he was yeah. a high school student. Yeah, I think it might, have, it might have been less painful than like some big bearded bloke with tats who was bashing me, but it was a schoolboy. He, he was actually a kid, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, and that's I think the thing of like, and we've, we spoke about this in, the, in a previous podcast about knowing the conflicting thoughts of I know that I need to go and train because, and I know I need to go and spar because I've got a fight coming up, 
but that really hurts and and mm. it's going to be painful and he's going he's going to like there's going to be some pain here very hard to hold those two conflicting thoughts and mm. this is i think the thing that we we talk about with people with with the way that they invest throughout their retirement is that you, we're not offering and we're not proposing we're not planning um, to to have your retirement savings in a way where we can have all of the growth you need and all of the long-term rising income stream you need without any pain and so you know it's if anyone is proposing something to to yeah. you or if you want if, if the plan that you currently have for your retirement involves no pain you don't actually have a pa- have a plan. You don't have a plan. there's no there is no way there are only trade-offs and we talk about this all the time yeah. there are only trade-offs of do I want some short-term pain for a long-term gain, or do I just want pain? Mm. And and that's that's it. Like you say, there are no, there's no third choice here. There's no way that I'll get the long-term return that I'll need, and I'll get the rising income stream that I need throughout retirement, but I won't have any of that yucky volatility. It's just yeah. And look, if anyone, if anyone, a professional advisor yeah. is is <laughs> telling you is that. is saying that you can have. Uh, company-like returns without yeah. company-like volatility, yeah. run. Yes. Yeah. Don't walk, run. Yeah. It doesn't exist. Yeah. There, are, there, are, there is only company-like returns, those returns of 8% per annum and above if you hold them and the key is holding them. Yeah. Um, that only comes with 57% yeah. volatility. It only comes with 37% volatility. It only comes with 20% volatility yeah. downwards. Um You've got to hold it all through those those periods of time. Yeah. Uh, it, it it just doesn't exist. There is no, no getting out at the top and yeah. getting back into the bottom. There's no getting out and then waiting till it all dies down or settles down, and then getting back in. Yeah. Um. It, it, it's 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 it. You, you have to take the pain. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Um. Is there an alternative? We don't think there is. No. Like there is no alternative. We no. we we don't see it in property. No. And we don't. We certainly don't see it in in cash and fixed interest and no. bonds. No. No, that's right. Well, um, that's pretty much it for me. I think our last podcast was a bit of a therapy session for you. This one was one for me, <laughs> you know, discussing a bit of PTSD I have from all these sparring sessions. But, um, yeah, I don't have anything else to add. Again, if you want to take us up on the offer of the first meeting, um, certainly get in contact with us at podcast at mo50.com.au. Yeah, so it's probably it's funny because we've just spent – 10 minutes talking about how all we can promise is pain and, and now we're going okay well you want some pain book a meeting but i think that's a, a great uh, a great point there is that we we yeah there is there is only trade-offs there is only these decisions to make and mm. and our job is to help our clients make the right decision for them over the long term and help people come up with a plan to to make the right decision there and make it all throughout those those painful points yeah. so thanks for listening Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.